they turned out to be completely unreliable assholes. Hey, good morning, Tim. Hi, Ryan. And hello, everyone listening. Welcome to episode 17 of Dismembering Horror. I am your host, Ryan. I'm really upset, Tim. Really upset, Tim? Uh-oh. Why are you so upset? Because I haven't been feeling very good, and I thought it was just a, maybe just a little sinus infection, but it turns out it's fucking Satan. Oh, you're possessed. Yeah. Great. Do you know how to speak Spanish, too? No. <laughs> oh, I because th- that's why I thought it was a side effect in the, the film that we watched. <laughs> Backwards Latin. That's that's all I got. We actually sat down to watch and record the film we're going to be speaking about a couple of days ago. Yeah. But it didn't end up happening. And I'm kind of glad it didn't end up happening because Tim and I ended up watching an episode of, what's his name, Zach Began's... Bagan, I think. Zach Bagan? Bagan's Something Ghost like Hunter Adventurers. Uh, uh, he was, uh, yeah, he was Adventures. He was Ghost Adventures was his first and one. And this was the show where it's like their little museum set up in Las <laughs> Vegas. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But that, watching that episode got Tim and I talking about our real life uh, paranormal yeah. supernatural experiences that we both have. And I think that was good for us to uh, share and hash out. And that was we, fun. We bonded so much <laughs> over paranormal experiences. Well, it was pretty cool because Tim was like, oh, yeah, I saw a ghost a couple weeks ago. And I'm like, I've always been kind of a skeptic and I... I mean, I think it's cool, right? Like the idea of it and, and um, you know, I'm, I, I think I've said this before. I'm not big into the ghost story movies, mm-hmm. but I do actually love like the ghost hunter stuff. Mm-hmm. Like the idea of that moment that you like you are faced with an unreality that you, you know, like we live in a world where we think ghosts don't exist or a lot of people do that the the idea of the moment when you see something paranormal happen like is so exciting to me because it shouldn't happen right yeah and so i've always thought to myself like i don't really think there's anything but if there is that'd be cool and i'd probably freak out and like have like some intense you know i don't know run away or scream or whatever. Right. And I I was just sort of articulating, I feel like that's a, a, a sort of widespread misnomer we have to say what Tim just said is a skeptic's point of view. Because I'd say I'm the skeptic for being skeptical of that quote unquote skeptical point of view. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Uh, say that again? <laughs> <laughs> I had a better way just to say it. But you said you, you said a person being confronted of what's supposed to be unreal. Right, To right. think something is supposed to be a certain way is the opposite of skepticism. Because right. if you're skeptic, you're, you you uh, have skepticism towards anything and right. everything. And that's kind of why I, like, like I'm, I would say I'm a skeptic. I think a lot of people take that term differently yeah. than what I mean. Like I basically side with... I don't know. Like, I don't know what is or isn't. So I'm not going to make a, like, ghosts don't exist or aliens don't. Like, I don't know. Right. Sure. Maybe. But, like, the idea of the moment that you have an experience has always really intrigued me. I just never had one. And you did now. Until, like, 10 days ago. It was so cool. Yeah. 
uh, old house in Pasadena for anyone who was wondering. And just yeah. to sum it up, I finally found a quote that was like kind of, yeah, sums up where I was coming from, what I think I was trying to articulate when we were talking, which is there are no unnatural or supernatural phenomenon, only very large gaps in our knowledge of what is natural. Yeah. I totally agree. And that's where we, where we, yeah, both were able to settle on. And also, I think that's kind of part of what's exciting about horror films and like films that, you know, deal with this realm of the what ifs. Mm-hmm. I mean, any story is a, is a good story is filled with the what ifs, but these are the whoa what the fuck if yeah <laughs> you know like that's what horror film and it actually all tends served, to be, which is exciting yeah it all served as a reminder for me of if this podcast is kind of the hunt for us of finding stuff that actually gets under our skin yeah that for me that happens more often than we're not when like a a sort of we our jumping off point is reality yeah oh you know, yeah i gotta be in the world of the film which yeah. just films in general is pretty uh miss more than hit <laughs> these days but i mean yeah. they're still out there i still no, see good no, movies definitely. and i agree all that um well, yes this isn't a paranormal podcast though this is no. a horror film podcast <laughs> where we dismember horror we're going to talk about what worked for us what didn't work for us and anything noteworthy of our first hat pull film from last week. oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. the sequel yeah. to the spanish horror found footage film wreck let's uh can we get into wreck two let's do it Sabe cómo funciona. Documentación exhaustiva, así que grábelo todo. Esto está demasiado tranquilo. summary oh man can you do it yeah i can do it okay ready here we go um moments after the events of rec one where a i don't know an apartment building has been locked down uh because of an unknown infection um we join the what would you call them like a swat team yeah yeah we join a swat team and a member of the Ministry of Medicine or something like that, yeah. health health person, to go in and check out the scene. And really, you know, they – oh, man. That's about they it. Go, they do, they I'll go. tell you what. Here's what this whole movie is. This is my summary of this movie. Go upstairs. Come downstairs. Go back upstairs. Come downstairs. Go upstairs. Come downstairs. And each time someone <laughs> dies or almost dies. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And people yell. But there's some big revelations. Yeah. Oh, that's a double entendre. <laughs> <laughs> right. And that is the first revelation. Maybe that's part of the summary is that um, yeah. they discover that uh, the virus is a... a a viral born demon possession. Right. It's like as if you were able to like yeah. take take <laughs> Reagan's blood and like 
you know, inject that as a not, virus guys, into someone else. Not Ronald Reagan. Jesus. <laughs> right. Um, well, hopefully you watched it again. That, so this is, yeah, that's what we made of Rec 2. That was our summary. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, uh, did, uh, I think it's important that the the task, like the the task that sort of is the mm, the catalyst of the rest of the movie, is we got to get the blood. Yes. So all of the the story stuff around that sort of, you know, it it comes and goes, but that really is if you're if you're plotting it out like point A to whatever, mm-hmm. it's kind of a get in the house find the blood, get out of the house. Right. That's kind of it. Except for there's uh, somewhere in between there, it stops, and then our our summary would be, the... kids just want to do something cool. Yeah. Kids just want to have fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, well, how, cool. do you, how, do you, how do you rate it? Would you avoid it to your... And this is you talking to yourself, Tim. A reminder uh, to you and our this listeners. Is, this is straight up rent for me, because I, I it's definitely worth seeing. Yeah. This is also a straight up rent for me. This is on the higher, this is on the mid to higher end of a rent. While the ritual is kind of my baseline Mm. of like a low rent where I'm like, it's got like the cool like monster effects and some like fun casting at the end, but that's about it. So like, and it wasn't horrible, you know, in other, by any means. Um, So, so rent it. But this was like, cool. It's, um, I, yeah. It, it here, so here's basically this is my this is my overlying where I'm going to be coming from for this whole review <laughs> is um, it was and this is what the filmmakers you know stated they set out to do but it was an action horror as uh, this is the the aliens to the alien of this okay. is the action horror compared to like the actual kind of horror suspense right. you know vague yeah, stuff all abounds um, so that just made it not very like creepy to me or scary it just made it cool and fun yeah and so i guess i want to set up to how much i loved the first one and that's where i'm coming in oh god yeah so we have different stories on this yeah i watched the first one i think it was might have been when it just came out or just before it came out because i was interning at a a production house that was remaking the film i found out later oh you sure quarantine And me and the few other interns there, a couple other interns, like, were like, oh, can you watch this? And it had, like, a burn-in over it and everything. It was in the middle of the day. And, like, tell us when, tell us what you think, what's when certain subtitles come up, whatever. I forget what it was. Sure. But we watched it. And, like, it was so effective just watching it, like, midday on a little screen in an office with a couple (laughs) other interns. And, like, that was because just from the get-go, it... It does establish, like what I said earlier, it has to have a reality. Mm-hmm. And a, a, I'm in this world, which like the performance of her and the cameraman, mostly her, right? And, and so and well, the setup for a found footage movie, yeah, is is a good one. This is it's it's not it's not just like you know there's I I noticed this a lot when the found footage sort of trend started to take off. It was always like. The, the shittiest version of it is, like, it's a group of kids hanging out, and one of them just, like, wants to, like, have a camera and record it. And, like, throughout the movie, people keep being like, can you just shut the fucking camera off? Right. And it's just the dumbest trope. 
It's like, like do a little more work. Find a reason to have the camera and stop telling the person to turn the camera off. This one, though, the first wreck, you totally buy, like... Yeah, why it's, someone's it's a mad. setup she's... that would actually fucking right. exist in the world. Because throughout it, she's like, please, I really hope you've seen the first wreck if you're listening to this. That's it's true. so good because I am going to spoil it uh, yeah, in yeah. this, and that ruins it. And it is honestly like in the last, I guess, this this century, you know, last 30 years for me, too. Like, it's it's probably one of my favorite really? horror films I've seen because of how effective so it is. I feel so bad about my side of this. Right, which is... <laughs> So because I I had seen Quarantine, um, so I knew the premise, but I actually had never watched the original Wreck. So I was like, oh, well, we're going to do Wreck 2. I might as well go back and watch the original Wreck. And I bought it on, you know, a rental on Amazon and turned it on and it's a dubbed version like an English dubbed. I'm like, oh, no problem. I And I like go into the menu and tr- settings and whatever. It is n- just the dub version. There is no like Spanish version with subtitles. So it's <laughs> this like very, I mean, to be fair, they do an okay job <laughs> with the dubbing, I guess. Like it's okay, but it sucks. Like it's, yeah. I, I like, I didn't even want to watch Talking it. Talking about establishing the reality of the world. <laughs> so I just sort of like, it was on in the background. Like I was like, I can't really well, even. I'm sorry you missed it. on what, I think is not only one of the best like Ugh. eerie suspense horror films of as I said the last thirty years, but yeah. the ending. Like uh, recently, I was like looking at some forum of just mm-hmm. people talking about their favorite scene in horror movies, and like you'd be surprised. Like way at the top there, almost like really? more than a lot of other films, was the ending of the first wreck, which I would entirely agree with. Yeah, that thing that she's like they get trapped in the yeah. attic yeah. with, like moving that is just the utter stuff of nightmares for yeah. me. Yeah, and I just, I kind of had checked out by then and was like, wait, wait how did this end? Because I had already, I guess because also I had already seen Quarantine, I'm like, yeah. I know the story. I know where it's going. So I just yeah. kind of was done listening to a dub version of a good movie. You know what I mean? I just It was broke like, my heart when I was like, oh yeah, it picks up, you know, right after it, it left off and I loved the ending and, and Tim was, when, when Tim was like, how did it end? And my, <laughs> my heart just yeah. sank because it was like, as I said, one of my favorite Well, and when you said what film. it was, I was like, oh yeah, 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 I guess I can, yeah. I but remember. I mean, more so I, the, the oh, monster. Yeah, I just was, whatever. It sucked. It's a bad situation. All around, the worst situation. Well, what about Rec 2? Okay, that's where I'm at with Rec 1, so now you know yeah. where I'm going into well, Rec 2. Well, let's fucking lean in on some things that worked for us. What worked? What worked for you? What worked for you? What worked for you? It worked like a charm, Smith. <laughs> what worked? What worked? Like you mentioned in the summary, I liked that it took place immediately after the first. Yeah, that that right off the bat, that's for me one of the best things about this. Yeah, it's just not even like, I mean, they, what, so what we we get we get just the scene of her getting grabbed and dragged into darkness. That's the opening of this. Mm-hmm. So we're like, great, and then it's like, and then a second later, we're down on the street getting the. And it's it does a really good job being like, we assume you saw this first one. Doesn't matter actually if you didn't, but here's 30 seconds of catch up. Yeah. Like, sir, what's happening? Oh, it's this. We got to get in there and we got to do that. The end. Like, it's quarantined off. Like, we got it. 
the filmmakers said they made this as um, a thanks to all the fans of the oh, first one. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that was where they were coming from. It feels so. like it. I mean, they did a they did a good job at that. Yeah, I don't know. It, you don't see it too often where that happens and that works. So I think of Halloween into Halloween two taking place immediately after the first. Um, is Halloween too good? Yeah. <laughs> Shit. It is. Is it? Yeah. Okay. okay. I haven't seen it in 25 years. I haven't seen it. Okay, taking place immediately after the first. Wait, I had something yeah. else on that. Do you have anything else on that? Um, I mean, no, just that we, we're in it right away. Mm-hmm. We're, it's, mo- it's momentum. There, there's no sort of like let's – have a conversation and catch up and like do all this. It's just like we're on the move and moments later we're in the house already. Right. Or in the apartment building. Which I guess another I love just it. simple thing I liked about it coming off of that, very well paced. Yeah. Movies do not drag. No. <laughs> no. Yeah, it's 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 good in its I guess it's just the the let's just fucking get into it. It's it's like it's not it's not uh what there's a like a term for this. meandering. Know. Yeah, it's not. It's it's not belabored in any way. It's mm-hmm. just like unapologetic. Let's just go. Mm-hmm. Which is great. Even and sort of you had mentioned this. Even in so far as when we jump to another storyline with the kids, like there's it just is like here's the moment when when the dude with the medicine comes in and. We see these new people, and then we jump right over to to ten minutes earlier. Yeah, and we're with those people, and we go fucking great. Like, it's not trying to be over uh, explainy about any of this. It's just like you got to get on the ride and go with us. We're going. Yeah. If if you don't want to, if you're if you're playing catch up, it's on you. And if this movie this movie does go because it is, as we said, more of an action. Yeah film oh, yeah which i wanted to mention as I, it worked for me in mm-hmm. that i already said that's what sort of leaves this film at a rent for me versus a mm. a great you know 10 out of 10 film like the first one just because I, I like you know the pure horror of the first one so much better yeah i can see that um ah that's interesting yeah that's kind of that's kind of a thing a but, a, a, a didn't work for me thing that we'll talk about right but what worked for me about it is that you can't just do the first one again and have it be so effective so that's what it just really worked for me as a choice that they made yeah absolutely um what did you think of the cast in this uh so oh i like some of them (laughs) (laughs) here's the thing uh there's a bit of schizophrenia for me in this movie because there are like pieces of things that I like but like the the other side of that same coin I'm not in love with so yeah. I, I'm it's hard for me to almost give the what worked me too. without giving the what this didn't work this is the first work. time we've kind strange. of come across this yeah well what okay I mean, so I can say definitively yeah. a thing actually this has this too but fuck this is I liked hard. of course the main woman who comes back, Angela. Oh, totally. But that's such she a... She anchors it. That's Duh. third act, right? right? I mean, But kinda. no, I actually really liked... 
you know what? I didn't necessarily pick up on how much I like the performances or not, but I say cast versus performances because I oh. loved the casting of like the main people were with the cops and the priest slash health representative. Right. They yes. they had those like distinct faces. Yeah. Like, you there's bought... a good ensemble feel to this where yeah. nobody really sticks out. Nobody it, you're not and you're never really f- sort of I guess with the priest guy you're kind of following him but not I never felt like one person was like the 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 main character right. in quotation. Well there are, it's good use of when you have a handful of um more character actors. Right. And just Yeah enjoying them being them i suppose and looking at them having memorable faces having fun reactions all that good stuff which for this kind of film almost kind of like aliens need it you know again compare it to that you need your bill paxton (laughs) yeah exactly freaking out (laughs) right they were all uh really freaking out too i guess Uh, understandably yeah so um one thing that totally worked and is one of these coin things for me like two-sided things but uh, the worked part about it is th- how they how they upgraded the filming of it. Um, it's just a it's it's you know the premise is that it's one of the cops has a camera with them, but each of them also has little headset cameras. Mm-hmm. But the quality of the main camera, I think it's Marcos or, or um, it's like Mar- they brought Mar- on Martos, an actual cameraman. Yes, and. It looks fucking awesome. Like the vast majority of it, like all the stuff that's through that particular camera, um, just the. F- it, I mean, it's such a well balanced uh, visual when it's that guy's camera. Mm-hmm. The lighting, and I'm not like, dude, how how they lit this, like going up and down the stairs and having things feel dirty and and raw, but like beautifully colored. Yeah. And like really well balanced lighting wise, even though there is no actual in a lot of this, there's no definitive light source. And so there's times when like a helicopter is obviously circling around and you get these blowouts of light from the helicopter spotlight. But those are intermittent. And it's it's a very fucking smart device because it breaks up the fact that you are in this sort of like one one uh, palette of lighting. Most of the time, and then suddenly you get you get it this nice blowout of of you know something yeah. different. Um, but just the camera work, and there are like in a way this this a large portion of this movie is meant to feel like a um, a one shot, like it's a continuous shot. Now they have devices where they break that up. Um, some that are obviously purpose you know it's it's not a they're not hiding anything it's like we're cutting to this other guy's camera Mm -hmm. and um but other ones they have hidden cuts right like there's a couple times when the camera wipes behind into the back of one of the other cops and 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 it's a clear wipe out and then we go into another room it's like we know they cut there well i know they cut there. yeah but it's very very well hidden and you don't it doesn't distract it doesn't make you go it's it's just fucking really well done mm-hmm. um and i i the flow of that um and 
their ability to do certain little things to enhance. Because, like, if you were just roaming with a camera and trying to do a one-shot the whole time, it will get boring, right? Because you're kind of just going to pan back and forth between people or be in a a basic two-shot most of the time. And what they do is they create a lot of movement through scenes, even scenes of just like three people talking where occasionally, you know, the person, the the cameraman will like walk in between the conversation or like he'll actually zoom in and it. And it sort of makes it look like it's an accidental zoom, like he fucked with the camera, but it's, you know, it's zooming into a close up on one of the people who's talking or whatever. Mm. So little things like that are just, I think, really fucking brilliantly done by the like this director to take a construct that could become very boring in you know lesser hands and and map out like we need the two shot but we need the over the shoulder and we need our close-up and we need this and so how do we solve that with this construct that it it made sense this is i guess a thing of note but they said you know like how you do in doing exactly what you said that a day of filming for them looked like rehearsing and planning for eight to ten hours and then you shoot you know take seven minutes to shoot a five minute take and then hope the special effects go well in it oh shit (laughs) that sounds like a fucking intense day oh it's it's great though (laughs) like i don't know if you've done long takes but um not really it's fun and the actors are always like oh yeah it's like more like doing a, a a a theater show uh, that's true you know, there i've only had one it. project where we had a long big sequence with multiple people and it was fun mm-hmm. and choreographing is important yeah <laughs> but i just love all the pieces how like kind of how, yeah anyways yeah. what um, else did you have well i liked i liked all uh, again all you know the two sides of the coin for this one where even though it made it less scary overall i really did enjoy the sort of building on the story aspects Again, just in a fun, cool, but not scary way. Yeah. So, like, how how it was a reveal that they aren't just zombies. Yeah. Like, they are possessed people. So, like, and then and then taking that to a good extent of, like, the kids climb, like, the, the one kid mm-hmm. who, like, climbed on the ceiling, oh, like, in classical so good. So you, you, style. It's funny. You're, you just, this is my next thing of, yeah, that I perfect. work for me, too. <laughs> um, down to, like, you know, the group of, like, the possessed kids who happen to so still good. be alive. So good. Um, the, oh, and then I really liked when, um. When he blew the kid's head off. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. I think both of us were like, oh, no, when the kids on the ceiling, you were like, oh, yes. I was like, yes, fucking we got Ryan in. Yeah. He's in. It was and, great. And then the head blow, I was like, fuck, yes. <laughs> Jesus Christ, what are we doing? Well, and then this the sort of, yeah, maybe the non, not as visceral touches, though, too, like... um the priest uh, getting the possessed zombie people to to sort of succumb to his prayer. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. that was interesting. Yeah. Like, to see something that we have so ingrained as, like, a unstoppable zombie force. Right. But then to, like, see them become subdued from that was smart. Spanish prayer. Um, and then similarly, the rosaries on the doors yep. to trap them inside of rooms. Um, Which is such a fucking smart device, right? Mm-hmm. Because in any horror movie if you can leave a threat hidden somewhere for somebody else to find it's fucking gold and it adds because we know we're watching it going oh like you'll forget about it and then when somebody else walks into that hallway you go 
oh, fuck, this is the hallway and they don't know about the fucking rosary on the door and they're going to open the door because the kid's voice is happening. Like, they're fucked. Like, anytime you could get the audience going, you're fucked! You're so fucked and you don't even know it! While also just sort of adding to the story world, we go, oh, cool, using the rosary. So good. I think, you know, again, in in lesser hands and using a a Blake Snyder term, the double mumbo jumbo. Do you remember that term? It's essentially like it's the idea that you have kind of too many you you're doubling up on major themes like the example he gives in in one of the books is signs where he's like it's a it's a movie about finding faith in god but it's an alien movie it's like those two things are a little they're kind of too they're too big of concepts to live together is his argument i actually kind of like signs so whatever but well but the double like doubling there up, was it, one it more thing in signs going on that you didn't mention which is like the whole like getting over past regrets and the right. swing away and yes. tying that yeah. to water somehow <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah so i get it i get it and i and i when we introduced they when they introduced i didn't introduce it when they introduced this idea that it's a demonic thing i was like this could be dangerous storytelling wise. We, if we're doing, we're doing zombies, zombie infection, but we're also doing demonic possession. Like it's, it's treacherous. Mm-hmm. Like you could, you could fuck that up and make it just a muddy mess, but they managed, I think quite fucking well thought out to just be like having that scene where the, the pre pre the priest, pre him being a priest, uh, <laughs> when nobody knows he's a priest is what I mean. When he's telling them, you got to like document everything and get all the information and whatever. And we're getting stuff visually and him like saying, and people are reading things and we're reading things and that, that stuff. And him just kind of quickly. It's again, it's like, get, you better get on the ride or stop watching this movie. Mm -hmm. And so something about the momentum of how they constructed that and him just being like, look, there was this girl she was fucking possessed and the Vatican was all over it. And we're th- this one priest slash doctor was trying to find the connection and we got the blood and like, he just lays it out really, really concisely. And then we're, we're on, we know what we have to do. And there's something about not belaboring all of that stuff that help, I think helps this to avoid right. the double mumbo jumbo stuff. Well, and may, this isn't exactly what you're saying, but what you just made me think of something else that worked for me in this, like where even though, revealing all these things I just talked about made it less scary. I did like how they they were able... When you do that, kind of like when you look at any good, like, um, long-standing um, series, like horror series, like when we get to Friday the, or, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street Part 3 and learn all about mm. Freddy's backstory. Like, you still have to retain... When you introduce more about a backstory or the greater world, you have to then still retain mystery on some level, on a next level. So what's the next stage? So what this one did for that that I liked was the who are the men in charge on this one? Like we have this representative from the health organization, apparently, but there's like seeing the operation play out and they control the police and they're, you know, the the. There's obviously very, very high stakes that this character's under. And that all sort of pointed to this larger, like, 
conspiracy mystery right kind of the people who have this understanding is it the church is it like right right um yeah yeah i mean just as a thematic thing to get under your skin of being like you can't trust authority mm -hmm. you know and there's a there are people in high places who are sort of fucking around and manipulating things and and this is the result of that manipulation like it went bad well and it's also kind of I guess what worked in both of them is like that, that question of like, um, that's clearly wrong in the immediate in all our human senses to keep this person trapped against their will in this building. Mm. Yet we understand the repercussions of if this were to get out. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, the, the impending threat is always there. Yeah. On a small scale and on a big scale mm -hmm. in this. And I think actually sort of what, they're really good like this they had to do it this way right because like you said it, you can't just do the first movie again you have to you know add things and and stack things up and and make the ideas kind of a bigger thing like in what you have to scale up for yeah. lack of a better term in all respects otherwise you do just get the same movie over and we'd kind of go well okay whatever yeah I saw that one. It was much better the first time. And this, I think, being them making that choice to say this is the aliens to alien, like that kind of construct was the right fucking choice. Yeah. No question. It's great. Um, I liked uh, you know, that 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 rule or that gimmick I hadn't really seen, maybe outside of a video game, of they could only see certain things in the dark. That, you know, that was... Um, so I do. I, I see you. You, you I, like it because it was novel. Yes. Cool. Yes, but I can see like where your little bit of hesitation was coming from. <laughs> as far as like when it's happening, you're kind of like, like, yeah, but wait, what would it feel like if you're touching it? Because it's like, how is that? You know, it's a physical space yes. thing. It doesn't really make any sense. Correct. But that's I think also <laughs> what I liked about it. Yeah, it's okay. I just gave into that. Um, <laughs> and then just sort of like to jump ahead more to the the ending but staying within this these uh how the story was broadened uh her being possessed so mm -hmm. i wouldn't say it wouldn't work for me but i was definitely i missed her and like was sad that that became her fate but when she survived and survives i'm like i was if 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 that hadn't been the case that she was possessed, I would have been mad because I'm like, how the hell would she have survived that ending? Yeah. Like it would have totally, yeah, yeah. you know, ruined that original ending for me yeah, if it's... it was just like she somehow scurried away at the end. Like, no, right. like retain the horror of she was pulled away to her doom. Especially if if it had been like, oh, yeah, I've just been hiding this whole time. It's like I'd be I'd be pissed. Yeah. I'd be like, no, 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 no. You like you have to give us more than that right that's not fair which um uh god i've i have two more things that worked for me one comes directly off of that but is kind of more the ending but then another little really quick thing i feel like i just want to get out of the way that worked for me which was uh you should do it i'm gonna do it when the when the one kid out of all the kids who was kind of like the most jerky asshole one <laughs> This is uh this makes me a horrible person, but I liked it when he was crying and freaking out because I no, it's right. I it's like good. it in movies it, when the characters who are just have such like a 
a veneer of kind of like I'm the toughest yep. thing in the world are the ones who I I love seeing them get broken down. Yeah. And they're usually the first two. That's right. And because also that's good characterization, right? Like <laughs> don't just have them be two-dimensional pricks. Mm-hmm. Like fucking do something with them mm-hmm. and do something human with them. They're a prick because they're actually a, a like a scared kid. Yeah. You know, that's why he's like that. And then we get to see the, you know, the veneer get pulled off. It's mm-hmm. fucking good. You, you do that with all, do yeah. that with characters, everybody. And please. It, it was kind of funny too. I like just, he's kind of like this punk kid with piercings yeah. and to see that as a possessed being in the chair. Yeah. I like, <laughs> I, I really liked, I was really happy that he got possessed because it just was satisfying. Mm-hmm. It, and, and like. It also, in the same way, you know, exorcist sort of way when he gets real vulgar and everything, it is still unsettling to see a young kid being like out of control and saying things that kids don't say. Right. It's just a really fucking effective thing. The attack on innocence. Yeah, exactly. It's... It's unsettling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, I like that quite a lot. Do you have anything else in things that worked? Because I would like to have um, the last one to transition us into the next one, if that's all right. Um, 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 uh, the, you kind of already said it, it uh, but the, the monster design. Mm-hmm. But that font, whatever the demon monster thing is, just is so fucking elongated arm. Thing. Cool, great, because that was part of my oh, my last thing great. was was it her. So as I said before, that was kind of my favorite like ending in, in I don't know in a lot of movies yeah. <laughs> of that 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 creature that appearance and how horrifying it is to be trapped in a room with her. So I thought, okay, well for this film, what are they gonna do that's still as how are they going to at least match it, if not top it, in this sequel? <laughs> so so I'm like, well, the only th- what could be scarier than being chased by this thing with a hammer in this pitch black room? Mm-hmm. And the only thing I think scary or as scary as being killed, bludgeoned to death by it would be having it force its tongue <laughs> down your throat. It's never ending tongue. And hold you down like what a fate I... worse than death for some. <laughs> what did I call it when I it was happening? I don't remember you saying I anything. Said, I said something like, "Like oh, that's just a disgusting poop worm." Oh right, no. And then if it wasn't just the tongue, then like after yeah, getting dropped the, out, yeah. Then after like the tongue kind of um, retreated back in was the um, like the poltergeist two larva oh, that yeah. just kind of like <laughs> dropped out. Yeah. And uh, you see it kind of go through her throat like it like it like um what do you call that it it sort of expands her esophagus. Yeah. It's really gross. Okay, things that didn't work for us. Yeah, let's do it. It's not ready yet. Seems to work okay. No, something important's missing. What did not work? <laughs> So I know I've done this before, but similarly, that moment also did not work for me. Even Too though, much? yes, it worked as itself, like as a as I just explained how I liked it. It was too literal of a thing as far as still trying to be in the possession, um, uh, you know, um, conceit or genre. Like, mm. like I was able to 
to buy into it all and enjoy it all up to like I didn't want it taken any further than blood transfusion could be a factor. Sure. Like that was my leap of faith. I think this is what I I think this is what Blake Snyder's kind of getting at. Yeah. Is you get these things that kind of you're 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 mixing and matching in a way that that just gets confusing. Like I didn't want like it would still have that little bit of a scary unknown factor to it. If it was just like, you know, the rules of the possession, like how it initially happened is the still kind of like, you know, like in all possession movies, it's it's the the mystery of how that happens, why that happens, how it occurs. Like opening yourself up to. So to sort of be like, well, it can be transferred via worm, like like the main demon just kind of hops out in a physical form and goes into and so does that mean then that that girl the original girl something put that worm thing in her yeah that's how she got possessed in the first place you know what i mean mean, it sort of starts to break down because you have two you have too many things yeah like i could have just we need her blood but there's a worm inside of her but also if it was just the tongue going down then just kind of an exchange of fluids after being established i totally agree that it was a blood thing or if yeah if it had been some sort of like tongues going in and then she's like grossly vomiting blood as well wow that's that's really awful but like that that would be very effective for me as a viewer right this was the worm is a little it's a little hokey i mean it's a little comical yeah exactly then you know we had fun watching it yes exactly but when you when you peel it back just a little bit you kind of go like was that the best version maybe not so didn't didn't work for me in that sense how about you (sighs) okay so a couple things like the two-sided coin thing so characterization cool but also, there's a lot, for me, there's a lot of moments where people are reacting. I, it, it, it's, it's schizophrenic. It's like, there, at times, there are, some of the cops are flipping out, like totally flipping out and screaming and yelling at each other when I didn't feel like the scene really asked for that like or 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 it was it made logical sense for them to be at that place in that moment and then conversely there are times when like the priest for example when the blood um test tube is shattered he just he's like not that mad about it he's like mad but he's like he doesn't match the tone of the moment I thought he kind of flipped out he for like not okay. to, for me not enough in in relation to what we had seen as a flip out by another character i think that's what it is is when you have certain characters who really do flip out in a scene and if what they're flipping out about is not necessarily the biggest deal then when the biggest deal of the movie happens for one of the other characters and they don't flip out in a way that sort of matches tonally that for it's it makes for a moment of me going like wouldn't you be more upset because we've already right. seen somebody be really upset well, and you're not and this is a way not bigger all, deal yeah not so to, i guess it's an inc- to me it's just a little bit of an inconsistency in tone uh-huh so that's not to say i didn't like the characters because i did but there's that kind of stuff it it, it it's head scratchy to me I had I that down too, and I wrote it down, I think, as you said it while watching it, but kind of in a different 
circumstances what was bugging we just described i wrote down why they always yelling i think that's what you said to while watching it because because you didn't mention this when you were explaining what what bothered you about it um what bothered me about it too was oh like, oh you oh like you every, mean when the kids are in the right, that's everyone right, that's it's right. just the kind of thing when it's like so obvious they all need to be quiet yeah, everyone's just it's just like yeah. be quiet. Be, when everyone, all six people, are yelling at each other to be quiet over yeah. and over, it's just so frustrating. It's but, like don't don't write. Please don't ever write into your script. Calm down. Right, but what like at the core of what <laughs> bugs me about that, which is di- kind of different from what bugged you about that, is um, I think when you have that amount of people, it it strikes a more, I guess, realistic. I don't know. I, I like the balance of, I think, I feel like that's, that's not a, that's not a default mode for all people. Correct. No, like I when get Tim that. saw I the ghost that. 10 days ago, it was, you know, blank yeah. face. Oh, okay. Not yeah, like, it was not I, the reaction I thought I would When have. I have an, another friend who would just probably, you know, not have slept since then. Right. Um. So, but, and I'm like that's, similar in sort of survival situations where it's like, if stuff is that intense, I become like, granted, I haven't been in a zombie possession outbreak, but like, I the, I become well, super, fo- yeah, right. <laughs> I become super like in emergency situations, hyper kind of focused and calm. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you do see that in movies and I appreciate it when you see that too. And just don't write it as everyone, because this is scary stuff. Everyone's yelling at each other. And no, I, I, I totally agree. I guess what I think what I would want is a little more specificity to who reacts how at what points. Because, you know, you can get... I think you can blow your load, so to speak, early on if, in this case, you know, one of the cops is obviously the hothead. He's, like, a, the most flip out guy. They all were, though, in this case. Right. And so... You're, to me, you're, you're setting a tone that you can't match later, even in kind of like the priest character is fine if he's not the type to flip out. But we, we didn't even get a moment to see his version of his most flipped out. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it under, I think it's undercutting a more important moment yeah. at times. I and feel that's, like we're, you know, that's true tricky you know you gotta find that balance we, i feel like we we're both remembering the priest character is different or took different things away because i remembered him being just as kind of yelly and obtuse as everyone else um i felt he was a little stony mm. at most of the time like he's an interesting looking guy uh <laughs> well i guess it's, we're kind of on them um, things that didn't work for us maybe about how the characters were treated treated or the performances yeah i was bugged how like uh, this was a weird way I put it in my notes. Very forgiving of the states. of the, What I mean by that is like the possessed people, how they'd be like just a little too long. Like, excuse me, ma'am. Excuse yes, me, ma'am. I, you know, like, I, know. They're, they're, I totally agree. They're clearly like <laughs> about to kill you or like not right. And you're still trying to like reason with yeah. them verbally. That happened on now, more than a few occasions. Now, my only rebuttal to that is... Those cops didn't see the first movie. Yeah, and so there's like I can almost give them that, but I agree it it was like a couple beats too yeah, too much. That's it. They need to do it, but not quite as much as all I because there's felt. a there's a handful of moments when they use uh, 
the infected coming at them and you're like, you guys have guns, like just blow their fucking heads off. Right. And they let them physically in inside the space. I just, right. So I think that they were they were choosing form over function in the filming of this, meaning they want that shot of the face in camera, which, you know, like super, super close up in camera teeth, you know, jawing right there for the effect of yeah. that for the viewer. But the logic of the characters allowing them to get to that place doesn't quite Which work. Which for me as a viewer, I'm not then enjoying that intense visceralness exactly. because I'm just distracted yeah. by what just happened. Now, if you find a logic reason for them to get into that that close-up closeness to you, then you, this is a non-issue. Mm-hmm. You don't even think about it. But when you don't, when you when you forego logic of the character to get this visual, we're gonna notice, yeah. and we're gonna be like, oh, okay. <laughs> Instead of being like, oh, shit, they're in your face, motherfucker. Right. Which, when it happens in the first one, was so, oh, yes. so good. Because um, nobody had a fucking gun, right? right? Like, there's, like, one gun in the whole first movie. <laughs> okay, I'm trying to, I can see, I can kind of separate what didn't work for me from more, like, filmmaking on that level and then more maybe on a technical choice side. Mm-hmm. So, other things on the kind of character side, story side, writing side, were, um the kids and the kids going in there never quite worked for me. Like, like, yeah, it was kind of neat how they went for adding a different perspective to it all. But like, it really felt like they were just like, Oh, wouldn't it be cool if we could just do that? Or maybe we do need that. I would just rather just, I don't know. It was just silly. Like the conceit of kids at the same night, like breaking in to videotape it. I would have just rather had the, it's existing, not enough. Right. I would have just rather had the existing camera already just come up with a new interesting way sure. to sort of continue that or one of those characters. Or why dub why why not have the kids be like the you know the son the naive son of the of the husband who's trying to deliver the medicine cuz it wasn't set up in the first movie. <laughs> well, true, but still, you know, Find a way story-wise. Find, a, find yeah. a way to actually not just have them be dumb kids, right? Mm-hmm. Like, we're reducing them too much. Like, let's say you we had the guy in the first one, the, the husband, um, who went out to get his whatever. Have these kids be fucking neighbors or kids that know the daughter who's mm-hmm. in there. And they see that the cops say or the firemen say you can't fucking go in there yeah rather than and and the guy gives up he's like you know you're people who want to videotape for videotape yeah he's melting down and he puts the medicine down to like cry or whatever and the kids are like this is so fucked up dude let's let's fucking be good people because everybody else is being an asshole let's grab that fucking medicine and take it in there because everybody sucks like remember when they i'd be that alone i'd be like okay sure yeah they're dumb but like when they first appeared and like from peeking out of the staircase and Mm -hmm. the SWAT Mm -hmm. guys who were with yeah like who the hell are they like (laughs) I just like rolled my eyes I'm like yeah who are these kids like why do we need I was just I was just not having it (laughs) yeah yeah Um, it's a bummer because I I I mean I like this movie I don't want to I don't want to find things that didn't work but, well, because I really appreciate that's what, what we're they doing did, here. But yeah, no, no, I know, I know. It, it bums me out. I guess is all I'm saying. It's like they, they they're just a little closer, right? It would have been awesome. 
Um, the surprise. The so th this was I was like trying to break down how the um, the surprise moments and sort of like sudden scare moments of like okay we're in the middle of a scene and then all of a sudden this thing mm -hmm. you know jumps out like that felt too those felt too orchestrated for me I'm trying to even think of like a specific one right I mean whatever they have you know like the, yeah, it's it's a wreck you're thing right. you're right it, it it's hmm. a wreck tenant <laughs> yeah um but what so I was trying to think okay well to try to break down wasn't what wasn't working for me about them since they also happened in the first one and was working for me. I was like, well, what, what, so then what was working about them in the first one? Um, and it's that they were actually, there was actually a baseline of suspense for me mm -hmm. in the first one. This one was so just much in the vein of, I am just watching stuff happening. Yes. It would just sort of felt like a sheer, just kind of pacing, just kind of like, Okay, and now this is happening at the right time. In a way, but, it, it to me it felt a little bit like a video game. Yeah, where you're just you're pushing through, and you know that you're gonna have to shoot some things. They're gonna come around around the corner as you scroll. Right. Um, but I mean, I have. I mean, I've. I, you know, in a high school, or I was really into horror video games and video games. Well, I'm and, not. Um, I'm not bemoaning it. I'm just saying that it has a similar. T you know. No, I'm saying sort of in, construct. like, I just remember as a kid playing the old Resident Evils and mm. there was way more of a baseline suspense oh. and eeriness oh, than in yeah, Rec 2. Yeah, that's interesting. That's true. Why is that different? <laughs> well, this because I think as we'd already said, this was just in the mode of an action movie yeah. versus a, a horror film. I mean, it's action horror. It's certainly still a horror film. But as far as being baseline the creepy that lends itself into suspense that just wasn't there at all for me in this movie. Yeah. It was more like, okay, we shot that guy's head off. We, uh, right. we or, or that kid's head off. Right. Oh, we man. had the kid crawling <laughs> on the ceiling. Great. I'm just for just stuff happening. Let's see how you can make it fun and interesting and cool. So like while the, the, the first one, it was like when that, that body drops for the first time mm -hmm. and it's like in the middle of the longest take it was just like <laughs> yeah. it just like i was already in the movie and then i just felt like my whole stomach just sort of like wave over itself and just be that much more yeah. like into it when i thought i couldn't anymore so i was trying to think like okay how is that so much effective and i think it, it kind of boils down to the ability to create a sense of um things just being off just slightly that sort of is what primes the pump and because we're going into this one prime like we already know that i think they just were like you know let's just let's just plow ahead and not and not try to recreate some sense of unease mm -hmm. like let's just get on again like get on the fucking train and go right which is fine yeah but but i see what you're saying they they sort of chose to not do that thing to not well, use that and another part of i think why yeah it wasn't clicking quite that other way was um and this is getting now more into the the filmmaky side of it the um so we already said it's not as didn't feel as real as the first one mm -hmm. at all like oh. yeah it, it is a different style and it was cool i really i agreed with you and appreciated what you pointed out as far as how beautiful it really was to look at and such but not only, like, were the cameras kind of too slick for me to, like, look at it as, like, an actual found footage movie. Mm -hmm. um, that was just more kind of a style of, like, the storytelling versus yeah. an aesthetic. But, like, 
where it really lost me and why I put this for what didn't work. This is, I, I, wait, I almost, I'm almost sure you're going to say the other side of the coin for me <laughs> on this one. Like the intentional sort of camera jitters and effects that was like the effects of the camera, like, yeah. like breaking and just, and having those sounds, right. which were just so like, just forced and don't happen. Well, like, and, and even further when they're like patch in, you know, patch in this other guy as if, they're all seeing what's being filmed. Oh, right. And I was like, what do you, what do you mean? Like, I get it. You needed to come up with a device well, to no, see a different camera no, no, angle. No, but, sorry, but, but the, the cameraman would be seeing it and he can tell them if there's something going on. I, I guess. Yeah. Is the cameraman looking through a viewfinder the whole time or yeah. is that just his like shoulder cam? No, it's a camera. Okay. Yeah. There's like, cause I couldn't, I saw like one shadow of him at one point where I was like, "Oh, he's holding a camera." Mm-hmm. Um, That's why the. But even is so, this 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 conceit, I guess, of saying Patchman and then us getting this like, and then like a little waveform like visual like thing and the other person's camera I felt right. was a little too on the that was kind nose. of icing to the cake to what I'm really what, yes. what irked me though about it was just more the kind of like the four effect camera breaking things sure. yeah it just for me that was a, uh, an, a, a slickness thing that just I just think was not necessary yeah just like, let's just see the other guy's fucking, you know, his helmet cam. Right, like, why do we need, need this thing, this device? Well, it's because if it's we, it's like, staying did it true to, to the found ex- footage, you know, then then it's then this is all footage that was recorded to that camera. But so do you, it had to get but patched do you, in. Do you need to say it? Do, like, does it need to be stated in there? Right. I guess we could have. That's to me. I'm not sure. Like, you're right. We could have believed that the the individual head cams were recording onto their own device. Whatever. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But just the fact that it made, it, it gives you a little bit of pause sort of to me is like, oh, it's not quite working. Yeah. Um, sort of again, similarly to camera stuff, production stuff. It was kind of ironic that with this being a higher budget, the long takes, they didn't work as well for me in this one versus the first. Like, even though, mm-hmm. which is funny because like you have the first one that was, pretty low budget yet they orchestrated long takes that were more impressive to me and actually went on longer and you could sort of like you had already said you could kind of like see where they'd cut more often in this one like in the i would have hoped that with that budget they would have pushed doing more with it but it's sort of just been like actually their bigger budget and having more things to sort of wrangle actually hurt it as far as long take um, angle well, and also at a certain point, I think the novelty of the long take, you yeah, know, but like if there, there's got to the... be, there's got to be something to it, right? Doing it just for the sake of doing it is always, I think, very treacherous. But I think you should, but it, it was, it's such like a, it's such a, a, a thing for these films that feels like yeah. is that you should, and they, I think they sort of more found a way. It's like, yeah, we... We should do it for the sake of doing it because Widell, that's what this that's movie what this is. is right? yeah. So now let's figure out a way to make it work and use the budget to make it allow yeah. for that yeah. versus being hurt by like we had to rebuild the stage of the attic 
in order to do all these things. So there's like a clear cut then, you know, yeah. like, I don't know. Yeah, I'm with you. Do you have anything else that didn't work for you? Because we should not really, not really. Um, just what we had mentioned earlier, the the story thing of the invisible and the not, you know, the monster can only be seen. Can't wait. What is the fucking conceit? <laughs> the the monster can't be seen in the light. But nor could certain things in the yeah, like a that, wall or something. That, that part of it just, I think, falls a little too far on what the fuck. Like, I don't, I can't even quite grab it because it's, because the lights are off. No. Um, <laughs> it just doesn't, it was a little too thin of a, mm. of a thing. Like, the guy getting pulled into the water, but, like, the, they're, like, so what is is what is that quote unquote dimension of the non-light dimension? Right. Like what, I what think, are we getting at? It's funny. Cause I think that I, I did enjoy all that about that. I, I I'm okay. I'm okay with it, but I don't want to walk away kind of. Well, I don't think it's the kind of thing you figure it out. I don't I think guess. it's the kind of thing you can't like, what if they said, said like, Oh, it, it, it bridges the gap between our dimension and like, no, like true. It just, I, any explanation would have made it I not if work. There's a visual way to like, I don't know, do something cool with it. I don't know. It just it was a little off. I guess it just didn't quite land for me. Well, how about uh, almost gonna sneeze? Things of note. Can we do that? Yeah. Things of note. Things of note. <laughs> this should be interesting. Um, I guess I kind of already said this, but like, wh- why exactly? This is this is going to sound like things that didn't work, but <laughs> this isn't what didn't work for me about the kids. I'm, I was just trying to figure out and wanted to check in with you. Why exactly did the kids break in? Was it to do something cool? I mean, they sort of were just saying like, like, let's go check out what's going on. Yeah. Okay. That's all I was I guess. It was, just, it was just noteworthy for me to figure out. Was what, the risk worth it, that. I guess? Yeah. <laughs> was the risk worth the adventure? Um, we lose the, 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 the girl. We lose two of the kids, right? Like, at a certain point, they just disappear. Mm-hmm. Like, I forget the, what, what happened. What happened to them? I don't know. Their friend gets possessed, and we basically never see the two of them oh, again. Oh, yeah. Maybe that was, you know, for the third one. <laughs> Oh, (laughs) maybe. I just had a couple things of note from um, an interview I read with the filmmakers. What did you you have? I don't really have much. All right. Well, I mean, kind of we talked about those things, like the fact that I'd seen the first one dubbed and blah, blah, blah. Those were really my things of note. (laughs) I'll share then. um, This is just about the location. It's it was funny to hear that after it is like an abandoned building. So they just were able to use it for um, filming. You know, usually that's how they were able to do it. But the um, the owner apparently wasn't happy about all the pink stains left on the stairs and the floor after the first one. Uh, well, <laughs> and he and then he joked, "Well, it's even worse now after the second one." Um, awesome. And then it was kind of cool. I thought, and this is you know, I'm 
I, I have fun going to like movie locations and movies I love and stuff. So it was cool to hear that between the films, there were problems with like younger people breaking into the building to sort of shoot oh, their own shit. videos. And like the building is like really recognizable. So people are able to find it pretty easily. Where is it? I mean, in Spain somewhere. I don't know. Let's see if I can find it. But um, I I like to, they tossed around the idea of when that was sort of at its peak happening. They should have the... um the performer getting full makeup for the creature in the, in the attic space and, oh my and have God. him, have him or her in there, like in the makeup, <laughs> scare the kids. Yeah. And uh, I guess we should also know, I, I meant to, I don't know. I'm kind of not sure if I'm going to watch them, but there are two more rec films, I rec know. three and four. Yeah. Which, and, and both have our girl. Like yeah. The, I, and Hala returns. Yeah. To me, I mean, uh, it's, it's it is a thing of note more than a worked or didn't work but like her being in this and coming back uh i don't know the I'm, filmmakers were I'm like i'm glad that. like yeah. i'm glad that's what they said they said like oh well she was just such um something that everyone really loved about the first one so we really wanted to make yeah. it work bringing her back yeah, and I was really curious to see what her actual voice sounded like. <laughs> you gotta wait ten, like said on your phone, uh, Siri. Remind me in ten years to watch Wreck, oh, just yeah. so we can forget about all this conversation. Ten years? Yeah, I even be alive in ten years. Jesus <laughs> Christ! Um, it was shot in Barcelona. And actually, sort of mentioning the sequels and how it's cool they had them at this the same interview I was reading with the filmmakers. They, at the end of this interview about the second one, ended the interview the same way the about an interview with the first rec, which was in the first rec, they were saying like, no, we don't really want to do or have any plans for a sequel. Hmm. And so on rec two, they were saying the same thing. No, we don't see ourselves doing a third one. <laughs> Lo and behold. Demand, baby. Yeah. Trying to find the budget. It made 18.4 in the box office. They had um, an interesting uh, marketing uh, marketing gimmick for Rec 2, which I didn't quite understand like what came of it, but apparently they just would, they, they put $5,000 of the yeah. marketing budget into, into like an award, award of money for someone who would put on the most interesting way to help promote the film. So that's pretty fucking Yeah. I was trying to find what smart. the winning one was waiting for that, but I thought it was still interesting. Yeah. Um, Anyway, huh. great. Cool. What, what's your? Uh, can you recommend Dead Us anything that you? Oh shh. Because that's Rec Two. Shit, there was something. What the hell was it? What was it? Um, damn. I was watching something last night. The well, f- I have mine ready. If what's you yours? Want to try to remember it. <laughs> uh, I've been catching up on some horror anthology films I haven't oh, cool. seen, and I finally watched ABCs of Death, which um, I was skeptical going into it like all horror anthologies but this one what i loved about it abc's of death it was a good reminder how like the sh- in the short form you can r- really are feel more allowed to push boundaries mm-hmm. of yeah oh yeah of push people you know risk offending people um all that good stuff and this the abc's of te- death totally like it, it did that so much entirely nice and it was fun just for that and uh, it's kind of long because, you know, there's there's that there's over 20 of them. So um, but I, I recommend it. 
to I just I assuming you're a horror fan you like pushing you know looking at things you aren't supposed to um check this one out I just thought of something I don't know why this made me think of this but when I was a kid um I I grew up well grew up I was born in Indiana and we moved when I was like six so like had early childhood memories from Indiana and on public access TV in Indiana at this time, which is a while ago, um, there was a, a a horror show, like a public access, low budget horror show called Haunted Indiana, and I I think because and I think I've mentioned this, like my brother basically, who's four years older than me, he like introduced me to all horror, like he was like, we're gonna get this and. Like, just don't tell mom kind of stuff. Um, but he definitely was the guy who got me to watch Haunted Indiana. And I was, I mean, I'm, I'm like three, four, five years old when I'm watching this shit. So I'm a little kid. Um, and years and years went by where I, I'd totally forgotten about this. But then in the age of YouTube and, you know, like access to old shit, I started looking up some of these to see if, if they were anywhere. And the the one episode that's that is the episode that like scared the shit out of me and stuck with me my whole life and is the reason i do not like rocking chairs and like (laughs) okay rocking and like and i think the reason that i was scared to go to sleep a lot is this episode and it's it, it is fucking on youtube it's called uh if you just type in haunted indiana there's no other name but it's the first thing that comes up um, so I'm going to recommend dead that episode and you'll see what I mean, uh, about like the kid going to sleep. Awesome. Fear stuff. I'm going to watch but this it. is like, I think I could point to this as being the original horror exposure that I got. This is it. This is where it all comes really from. Really something to owe for to all those, uh, late yeah. night horror, horror shows, horror yeah. host shows. Oh, so good. Um, well, Tim, I'm pretty excited to find out what next movie is. Oh, next, next yes. Week, next week's Where did film. I put it? Oh, it's right here. We're pulling from our hat. It's your if you turn. Missed, missed last time, our new way of deciding next week's film is you're able to submit what you want us to uh, what you want us to watch. We have all our our uh, possible films we're going to watch next, and a hat that I just pulled from. Oh, we're going to watch another Spanish film, Tim. Nice. Eramentari, the blacksmith oh, and the devil. Yes, I'm. I've been want like it's on Netflix, and I've been wanting to watch it. And I keep resisting because I know it's on Eramentari. Fuck yeah, the cool. blacksmith and the devil. Far out, dude. You should watch it. It's on Netflix. You th- yeah, great. So you all should watch it with us. Uh, the yes. rec movies we should mention were just like all taken off. Uh, that's why at the oh, beginning of this episode, right. why we were delayed in watching it, we like sat down to watch it on like Hulu or whatever, rent it, and um, and I think just turning into this month December, yeah. they lapsed. So we went again to uh, Videotech Video Rental Store in Pasadena. To yep. Rent it. Great, but next one's Netflix, so no excuse. Join us next that's time. Right. Get into it. Yeah, sounds cool. All right, you can find us at dismemberinghorror.com. We got our, our social handles there. Oh, yeah, we got those little tabby tabs up in the right corner. Yeah. There. Just click on those. You can read our little bios with our pictures. Yeah. That's fun. We got a whole lot. We're pretty proud of our splash <laughs> our splash image oh, on our website. 
put a lot of put a lot of extra hours of Ryan telling me it's not good enough. <laughs> <laughs> but now it's great. But now it is great. So I appreciate you making me do that. <laughs> <laughs> and you know Photoshop now too. That's true. Oh shit. All right. Well, yeah. Join us next time for Erramenti. Cool. Have a good one. Ha, 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 ha,